Running a holiday let business can be all-consuming and you find yourself wearing all the hats, but it doesn't need to be that way. So in this episode, I'm sharing with you three things you can do to help you grow your business with more ease. But before we get into that, because this podcast is all about growing your holiday let business, one way of doing this is through repeat bookings. And to help you do that, I've created a free guide on how to create repeat bookings in five easy steps. You can grab the link from the show notes. I would love to know what you think, so do let me know over on Instagram at Jane Mac Consulting. Now, let's dive into these three strategies that will start making your life easier. Hello and welcome to this episode of Grow Your Holiday Let Business. I'm your host, Jane Mack, and today I'm going to be talking to you about three strategies that can help your holiday let business grow and expand. So first up, I thought I would just give you a little bit of insight and background to myself, just so as you know why it is and how it is I've come about to be able to talk about this and why I'm sharing this with you. So basically, my husband and I had a property management business back in 2010 and we just looked after holiday homes on behalf of the owners because they couldn't do it they weren't there to do it and from that we very quickly saw that our owners and our guests really wanted us to also do the bookings so after a bit of a deliberation and thought we realized this is the way to go let's jump on this opportunity because this is what people want so it seems silly not to do it so we expanded and we brought in the lettings and the advertising And we basically built a fully blown holiday letting agency. The plan was always to maybe have about, you know, 10 to 15 properties just to keep it ticking over. Uh, We would be letting these houses and that'd be really nice. We would get to know them all and it would just be a lovely little business to run. However, unbeknown to us, there was actually been a gap in the market. And because of that, the business took off. It grew a lot quicker, a lot faster than we had planned. And before we knew it, we were sitting at over 55 properties. We were then approached by a large national company who wanted to buy us. And so we sold. I did continue working for them, uh, running the business for another few years. And once I was about that stage, we were around 80 properties. It was time for me to move on and make a change. And after that, I've since gone into doing consultancy for holiday letting. So that's working with holiday homeowners and property managers to help them grow their business. So basically I'm taking my 10 plus years of hands-on experience and knowledge in the industry and I'm bringing it to other people to help them grow their business. So just like any business that you would have, there's always challenges along the way, there's always mistakes made, there's things that trip you up and these are the things that I learned. I learned the hard way because I didn't have anybody at the time to tell me the right way. There was no coaches and consultants out there. So I kind of learned by going for it, by making mistakes and finding my feet. And as a result, I have now got this really great experience that I love helping other people with because I can help them to not make the mistakes that I did. And I can help them to move their business forward um, in a really, really authentic and human way. And by human, I mean, this is what one of my first things I love to talk about is the whole relationship side, because I absolutely love all about relationships and building relationships in your business. So as I said, that's building relationships is going to be one thing, first thing I talk about, but I just really wanted to give you that little bit of an insight into my background and where my knowledge and experiences come from and why I've got to what I'm doing now. So that's a bit of a snapshot on me. So let's just delve right into these three areas of really good strategies where you can really help 
grow your holiday let business. So the first one is all about building relationships. Okay, you will hear me talk about this on my socials and all the podcast episodes that are coming up. I'm always talking about somewhere I would bring into the point of relationship building in your business. And it absolutely is the foundation of any business. It is that cornerstone that holds your business together and helps it grow. And when I'm talking about relationships in the holiday let business, you know, we're looking at your guests, we're looking at owners. So if you manage multiple properties on behalf of other owners, then those owners are really critical to have those relationships with. Also look at your suppliers, the people who you supply to, and also your trades, your tradesmen, your plumbers, your electricians, all those people that absolutely help you out and that play a huge part in you running a really successful business. And by building relationships, I'm not just talking about being nice to them or, you know, just being friendly. We're talking about the whole piece of that whole experience they get when they work alongside you. And the reason the building relationships really, really helps in your business, because one of the biggest things I realize that maybe do is it absolutely helps you beat off any competition. So let me tell you a very quick story. When we had property management properties and we were just managing them and decided to go into doing the letting, we had um, a particular competitor who clearly wasn't happy because we were then going to become direct competition to them. And this company had been going, you know, they covered the whole Scotland. They've been going for quite a number of years. So, you know, they actually, I could, I couldn't even compare myself to them because they were a much more national company. I was a small on the local island of Aran. You know, I didn't, you know, I couldn't compare to them. But their whole thing was, you know, they had the big fancy systems for owner logins and, you know, bespoke booking systems. They had an already established customer base and they had big marketing budgets behind them. I didn't have any of that. You know, we just started letting. We were This was a new part of the business we were expanding into. And... So I couldn't really compete with any of that side. So for me, my biggest thing I did was I thought, well, you know what? I need to look after the people that I need. And those are my owners. These are the people that I need to get behind me. These are the people that I need to have their properties. And these are the people that I want to work with and be to be part of my business. So I got to know them. I worked closely with them. I communicated with them and I engaged with them. We got their feedback. And I really worked closely with them to get to know them their properties they got to know me they got to know you know so that the ethics behind my business what was important to it and that's what made those owners come to me that's what made my current owners stay with me and for about four years I did have this other company trying to steal my owners back and they, and of course they had great offers they could offer they could undercut my services and they could offer really cheap deals and offers and commissions and you know free advertising and all these lots of brilliant offers, things that I couldn't do. But none of my owners ever left us because that's not what was important to them. What was important was that they had a relationship with us, somebody who they had built a trust with and they become loyal. So trust and loyalty are absolutely huge when it comes to your business and having like your customers, your guests, your owners. That's what you want. And by building relationships with them, you build that trust and loyalty as well. Another thing is, whilst it beats off your competition, when you have situations like that where people are trying to steal your current customers, it also really can make you stand out because when I would be offering our services to new potential owners, you know, I couldn't say about the big customer bases we have and I couldn't use, you know, um, marketing budgets as a sales tool. I couldn't use any of these things. 
what I could use was, here's how I will work with you. Here's what I will work with you in terms of your property and how I'll work with your guests and how I will communicate with you and how we will work together, how we will actually get things done. And that's what made us stand out. The fact that we were able to do that, we were able to give a little bit of this personal service. We were able to have communication with our owners where they could come into our office and speak to us. We could actually meet face to face. And that's what was really, really important to our owners. So it made us stand out from the other competition. And of course, there was other places they could have gone who were online and they could have used them, but that's not what they wanted. They wanted that local and that personal service. So, you know, really, you know, that fact that we had those relationships, that's what became a really unique selling point for us was that's how we work together. And it was important for them. And that's what they wanted. Some people came to us and they wanted the big systems and they wanted the big marketing budgets, which means they didn't end up coming ahead with us. Well, that's fine because we weren't the company for them. And that's absolutely fine. It was the fact that we could build relationships and get the right owners and the right guests in. The other great thing, when you build that trust and loyalty, it creates three things. Those three things are, it creates repeat bookings. So your guests want to come back again and again because they've got to know this company. They've got to know the person, the girls that worked in the office and they got to know myself and they've got to know that if they can phone us up, they can just phone and they can ask for a recommendation and we can recommend somewhere. They know that they phone us, they can, if they've got a problem, we will deal with it. So we've been able to build that trust with them and things got sorted. They got the right properties. They got recommended the right properties. They got recommended the right places to go and it was building that trust. So those people would come back. They became repeat customers year after year after year. The other thing that created was retained owners. So our owners stayed with us. The majority of our owners stayed with us for the full term that I worked in that business. So that was over 10 years. Those owners remained with us, but they remained it wasn't they didn't remain with a company, they remained with the individuals because we were the people who were making those relationships with them. And the third thing that creates as well is referrals. So many of our bookings would come in by referrals from friends and family. And we asked this on the booking form when people booked. We asked, how did you know about us? Where did you find out about us? And the first option was always sort of clearly online through the website, uh, through Google. Then we had a brochure because we used to have a brochure, which I loved having my brochure years ago. And the third thing was always friends, friends and family referrals. So three fantastic things that can really help you build out your business and grow your portfolio of houses, but also grow your customer base as well. Um, just on that note, talking about repeat bookings, I have actually created a freebie for you, which is a guide of five simple steps that you can do to enable yourself to create more repeat bookings. So if you want the guide, you can just jump into the show notes. The link is in there and you can download it from there. Okay, so we've talked about building relationships as one of the strategies, really, really important, the absolute foundations of your business. Second thing I want to talk about is what I just call simplified multiply. So you know how it is in this business, in this industry, especially when you are looking after multiple properties, you find yourself doing everything because you feel you should. And you maybe offer lots of different services because you feel that everybody wants a different thing and you do lots of different services. Again, you even find yourself working for free. So how many times have you been out doing a job, you've been to a property and you've done something and maybe you've gone to do something else or the owner's asked you to check something else and you've ended up doing other things and that kind of original job has kind of snowballed into a number of different things. And when you actually look at it, you realise based on what you charge them, 
and for the particular service you're doing, you've actually ended up working for free. So you've actually gone, which yes, you've gone over and above, which is very good in terms of building that relationship and showing that your willingness and that your you know, your dedication to your to your job and to your owners and your properties. But at the end of the day, you could end up working for free. And this is where there needs to be a structure in place that can really make sure that you're doing the right services for the right people, but within the right time and charging the right way as well. Um, and that can be very difficult to change when you start as something and people just expect it of you. But that's something that you should always be looking at to see what are you doing and how much you're doing it for. So simplify to multiply was something that we really looked at. And what I realized is when we had the property management business, which we bought from a previous owner, that there was about six different offshoots of services, little add-ons that we were running. And actually, those add-ons, firstly, didn't really bring in a lot of revenue. Quite often, they either took more time and hassle than they were actually worth doing. And, you know, the third thing was we weren't we weren't actually gaining anything from it, but all it was doing was making us spend more time dealing with them and being aware of them. And they're always in our head thinking, we've got to do this, we've got to charge for that, keep a log of something else, and then logging that and, and trying to manage all these different services when actually there really wasn't anything in it. And it wasn't until we started doing the bookings that we realised these have to stop because actually the booking side was growing. People wanted that and it was growing, but we were really short on the resource in terms of staffing and time to actually implement all the really good stuff. So all the really good growth stuff we were struggling to actually do anything with. So looking at those processes, one of the things to do was to see which ones do we need and what do we not need? So we stripped out and we streamlined and we removed the services that were just not worth it. And these were also services that were never going to come to anything more. There was never going to be any greatness come out of them. They would just kind of tick along in the background, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. It was not what I wanted the business to be about. So we simplified it. And by simplifying those and by removing those services and creating a stronger structure, we were able to then grow the business in the right direction and bring in the services that were actually really valuable to ourselves, but also valuable to our owners and our guests. So I would always recommend look at your processes and look at them to see what are we doing? What's not worth doing? How much is this bringing in? Is it actually worth my time doing this? So always review your, your business, always review what you're doing. And once you've freed up that time, there's where your focus could go. Because quite often, it's very much a case of, I don't have time to go and meet new, new properties. I don't have time to network. I don't have time to do all the really good stuff. Well, this is where you can find some of your time. Simplifying and streamlining can really help free up your time. So put yourself out there to start growing your business in the right direction, rather than just ticking over with all the little add-ons and services that you think you should always be providing. And the final thing is, and which you might not think that this is something that can grow your business, but the final thing is you need to take time off. Now, this business is absolutely all consuming because it is, well, obviously years ago, it did start out as very seasonal, you know, sort of May to March, April, May, down right through into October. And then winters were quiet and maybe every location is obviously different. But for us, certainly that was how it used to be. So you were full on, you hit Easter and you were go, go, go right through till after the October school holidays. And that was it. But that doesn't need to be like that. Because I know as business owners, we have that feeling of, well, it's my business. 
I need to be here. People expect me to be here. If there's a problem with a guest, then I need to be here. If something happens at a property, it's my responsibility. I need to be here to, to make sure that everything gets sorted out, make sure guests are happy, make sure owners are happy. But that's not the case. And I used to think that for years. And that's why I couldn't take time off. Because if I took time off, everything would have to go wrong. Something's going to happen because I'm not here. But what you forget is when you have a team and you have staff members who are the right people, who've had the right training to be able to deal with these situations, you absolutely can take the time off. And I realized this after several years of having minimal days off through the year. And when I say minimal, I'm talking about one year, I took 14 days off across the whole year. That was it, just 14 days. And bear in mind, I had young family. So school holidays, you know, grandparents were called in every time to cover childminder and all these things. But I never took the time off and it leads to burnout. OK, you get exhausted. You also get fed up and you kind of lose force. Let's say you kind of fall out of love of your business, which means growing it is never going to happen. So this is where it's really, really important to be able to step back so you can take some time off. I'm not talking about taking the whole of August off every year because that's obviously not going to happen. But who says it can't happen? Grow a good team, have people who can manage it. Of course you can. But what I'm just being in a realistic everyday world of you're allowed to take a summer holiday, you're allowed to take weekends off, you're allowed to take a break at Easter or Christmas. It's absolutely allowed. And this is where you need to have really strong processes in place that your team can follow. You know, they need to be well trained so they can understand and they can follow what happens when something goes wrong. What is the, you know, what's the process? What's the protocol? If something in particular happens in a property or happens with a guest, what do they need to do? And if you've got the right people and you've trained them, there's no reason that they can't handle these situations. And at the end of the day, what will happen is you'll go on holiday even if something happens, your business is still not going to fall apart just because you took some time off. So take it from me. I did learn the hard way. I've had a lot of, I've had burnout. I've had a lot of illness because I was so exhausted after the summer months, after the season. And it does not, you know, it does not the way to go. It does not pan out well for the future prospects of the business. So the main thing is when you take time off, you do come back feeling more refreshed. You come back better focused, but you also come back with that sort of passion for your business. And everybody knows it. When it comes to the time when you're due to go on holiday, you're done. You're ready for it. You're ready for the break. Pushing through and pushing through, pushing through is not the way to go and it's not going to solve it. And it's also not the way if you think you need to grow your business, you need to be there 365 days a year. That is not how you grow it at all. So I absolutely urge you to plan in when you can take some time off. Have a team, whether it be one person, two person, it doesn't matter how many people that you have in your team. Make sure people are trained. Make sure they're aware of the processes. Make sure that they are, you know, they know the properties, they know the situation. You know, have those conversations with them. Have those training. Start delegating. Let them take some more responsibility while you're there so you perhaps feel more comfortable about it. But the thing is, you need to take time off in this business. Otherwise, you just end up burnt out. And quite frankly, you can be miserable with it. And nobody wants that because the whole thing of your business, you want to grow it and you want to enjoy it. You want the joy in your business. And without taking some time off, 
it's really hard to have that all the time. So that's my three things. Just to recap, build your relationships because they are the foundations of your business. Simplify to multiply. So that is just looking at your processes and streamlining down to see what's what should be done, what you don't need to do, what services are the valuable ones to provide and at the right cost as well. So get a really strong structure in place. And thirdly, do take time off. You're absolutely 100% entitled to it and get your team behind you so that they can support you when you take time off so you can come back refreshed and ready for the next stage of growing your business. So I hope you find these strategies useful. It's what I help my clients do. So do pop over to Instagram. I'm at Jane Mac Consulting and let me know what you think. Um, even send me a DM because I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Grow Your Holiday Let Business. If you like this episode or you think it would be useful for someone else, please leave a review over at podchaser.com. And if you've got any questions, let me know over on Instagram at Jane Mac Consulting. So now's your time to go and grow your holiday let business.